Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron, and thanks so much for tuning in, guys. It's always appreciated. If you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. Really appreciate all the support. Um, There's a lot of things going on with the podcast right now. This is actually the first episode in the new studio. That is correct. There is now a new studio. Just moved in the other day, so I'm still working out um, on building everything out the way I want it to be done, but we're in here. And I must say it came out pretty sweet. Uh, I built 90% of it by hand with some assistance from friends and family. But it's fantastic. I love it. Um, As always, check out the website, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. It will be being updated in the very, very near future if it hasn't been already by the time this is released. You can sign up for the newsletter as well. Um, They'll be airing. I think I'm going to change it to monthly because I don't want to bombard people. Uh, I'd rather give them a lot of good content once a month then spam them with not so great content regularly um but that's my own personal take on it and that is pretty much it for right now there are no more sponsors currently uh there's about to be some more working on all the details with that and uh yeah so welcome to another episode of the brutally honest podcast tonight i had my friend jillian weston on first podcast guest in the new studio she is fantastic, um, great person, awesome personality, and um, we cover a lot of good stuff. We start out with a little comedy, uh, and then we get into uh, the good the good business stuff, but uh, great, great person. Couldn't have asked for a better podcast, especially day one in the new studio, but um, I want you guys to hear it all, so without any further ado, please welcome my friend Jillian Weston. driving all the way out here you're welcome all the way My across pleasure. the island yes over the bridge the bridge that you thought to, that that you thought led to rhode island i was really nervous about it <laughs> i was i was really worried i put in the wrong address into my gps but uh and i made it travel into the no man's land yeah it's all right it's not that bad this yeah. is do you, so you're a nassau county person are you one of those people that believes everything in suffolk county is farmland i, I no okay good. i mean i th- i thought it was all just like wine Wineries and no, <laughs> it's all, all wineries. It's from, just all wineries. As soon as you hit yeah. the Suffolk County border, vineyards. Yes. For everywhere. Yes, I thought I'd be offered wine along the way as well. I you have know. wine. Oh well, now that I'm here, but I thought you know, like as I'm uh, driving, like just a little yeah. pit stop. <laughs> yeah. Cart and buggy pull up. Yeah. Here's your here's your wine. Mm-hmm. That would that's. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. This could be a business plan. I. T- I think so. <laughs> just as soon as I hit the bridge, I didn't know where I was, but I just thought it was vineyards everywhere. Right. And there I should be it. like people with samples, like, you know, on trays, like <laughs> lining the highway. And as you go, I you know. I don't know if that'd be safe, even though. That's true. I guess that's illegal. <laughs> Did you see somebody got, somebody got a Dewey riding a horse intoxicated? Really? Yep. That's awesome. Really? Well, I mean, where are you riding? Wouldn't you have to be? Like, where are you riding this horse? I don't know, but I tell like you what, if I had a, if I had a horse, I would totally ride it drunk all the time. Yes. Because I think I would at least <laughs> assume that's a loophole in the law. Right. But no, you can get you can actually get arrested for riding a bike intoxicated. 
Like a bicycle. Yeah, but a bicycle is not an animal. That's true. But the but I would think the animal is safer because the animal will avoid issues. Like a bicycle won't avoid issues on its own. Yeah. But if you were like riding into a brick wall, the animal would stop. The bicycle would not. I so, no, I concur. So the animal or is I probably agree. safer. I I I think that that would be a feasible idea. But I saw that and I was like, wow, it's pretty interesting that somebody got pulled over for a DUI on a horse. I wonder how they knew that that person was drunk. <laughs> And now they pulled them over. Hey, like you, you come down off your high horse, all right? <laughs> you come down here, and and you're gonna come talk to us about why you're riding your horse all over the place. Were they like nude? Like I feel like there had to be more to this. Story. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up really quick. Yeah. But I did see it, and Everyone I was like, Everyone at oh. home, do a quick Google. Man gets pulled over on horse. <laughs> I can't spell for DUI. Maybe he was like weaving, you know. Police nab drunken California man for riding horse on highway. Maybe not the best place to ride a horse then. Probably not. Not saying I disagree with his decision, <laughs> but just probably could have used a little more common sense. Um, well, I guess if you're drunk, that's not really, you know. I'm, I still have sense. like some kind of common sense when I'm yeah? heavily intoxicated. Yeah. That's a skill. I feel like that's a skill. Um, My um, common sense goes out the window. <laughs> I... Sorry, let me rephrase that. I do lose a lot of common sense. However, there are times I think more about situations where I'm like, this is probably a bad idea, and then I'll go through with it. But then I'll also be like, oh, this is a really bad idea. I shouldn't do this. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm more like, I'm drunk, so someone will forgive me tomorrow. Oh, my God. I need that mentality. Yeah. I need that mentality. Oh, I was drunk. Sorry. Yeah, I was... Right. Sorry, oops. Um, yeah, that's, he. Yeah, he got pulled over with a horse. This is uh, pretty interesting. I, can I lay this flat? Yeah, you could. Oh Jesus, you can see you can see the gentleman getting his sobriety test with his horse <laughs> in the background. Do, do they have to fingerprint the horse? <laughs> if the <laughs> horse is sober, print. that's true. Wait, if the horse is sober, is it like a friend helping you get home? Then is that? See, that that's what I'm saying. Legal. Like, how could it be a dewey if you're riding the horse? Right. It's another animal. Right. Interesting. <laughs> I must know more. I, I love. <laughs> I must know more. Uh, it just says it's just talking about responding. Hmm. If you could read upside down, I'd be very impressed. No, I could just see the pictures. No, you may not ride a horse on the freeway, and certainly not <laughs> while intoxicated. California Highway Patrol. I like. Is that a tweet? Is that an Instagram post? That is a tweet <laughs> with a horse. <laughs> And the cop. Um, well. They tweeted about... That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so a horse walks onto the 91 freeway. No joke. Rider arrested by California Highway Patrol for DUI <laughs> in the greater Long Beach area. Don't put yourself... Don't put yourself, your beautiful animal... Oh. Or others oh. in danger of being killed in traffic. All right. So I wouldn't ride a horse on the freeway. Yeah. No. That's probably a bad idea. Unless there was heavy traffic... Then you would go faster. Then that horse could probably maneuver in, in between cars and you'd be right. golden. Um, but that's awesome. I would never think to ride a horse. <laughs> I mean, people probably did it for centuries before we had cars. That's true. It's really old school. This is a vintage mode I mean, mode of if travel. anybody watches Game of Thrones, I can't imagine right. most people being sober and riding those horses. No. Especially because the, the little dwarf dude drinks wine in every scene that he's in. I mean, yeah. Why Do you not? watch Game of Thrones? I watched... 
a few seasons, and right, then I had to too. stop. Good me so, too. So, okay. So I don't know everything. It's just a lot of nudity and a lot yeah. of drinking yeah. and a lot of killing. Yeah. The killing part is where I have like some issues. That's when I had to stop. Really? There was, there was like a lot of it. That's like my favorite part. <laughs> I mean, all of it's great. Yeah. But the killing was like, I'm like, great. I don't even have to wait for movies anymore for like tons of killing to happen. <laughs> That's terrible to say, but they do yeah. a really good job with the TV show. I don't know. Anyway, so share with the world what you do because you're pretty impressive. You're 28? Nine. 29. Yeah. With your own business. Very successful business. Thank you. With a storefront. Not very common to see that, by the way. Yes, thank you. Do you want to tell people what you do? Um, sure, I do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I ride horses. No. Um, I do. Sober. 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 Yes, always. Um, I do online marketing. So I do the marketing for all types of businesses and professionals as long as it is on the internet. Uh, so social media, web design, SEO, graphic design. Uh, blogging, reputation management, email marketing. Oh, reputation that fun management. Stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Do you do have any famous people? Um, I don't yet. If there are any famous people listening, you can call me and I will help you. That's I will good. send somebody to follow you around and tweet for you. Super. Do fun. you th- is, do you think that's a real thing that people follow have people that follow them around and tweet for them? Yeah. You, of course. Yes. Really? I mean, I don't know if they follow them around. I don't know if they're physically like with them at all times. But they just tweet for them. But yeah, they might know their schedule and then like say things. Yeah. Really? Ooh. Yeah. See, I feel like they would, but then I'd feel like, like the Kardashians, for example. Yeah. Prime example. And I don't watch any of their stuff, but I would imagine that those women are already glued to their cellular devices, so they're already just tweeting all the time anyway. Like, do they really need somebody else to like tweet for them? I don't know. I mean, are are they really, you know, or are they making so many business calls and decisions that they don't? It's pretty time consuming after a while. It you is know? very time consuming. It's quite time consuming. So um, if you really want to get it out there on here and there and everywhere, you know, you kind of need some help. That's isn't it crazy that we've come to that point that like there's so much social media. We'll call it. We'll, we'll I do air quotes because now it's even Snapchat's bombarded with BS. But just there's so much going on in the world that, like, we need additional people to make sure that we can portray ourselves in the best way possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that people have always had a marketing team of some sort, right? So people, usually PR is more of a traditional sort of form of marketing. And, mm-hmm. you know, people had, like, design teams where they had flyers and marketing yeah. campaigns like that. So now just instead of doing it sort of in print or on radio or television or getting those sorts of spots, people are doing it online. So it, I think it's the same amount of manpower. It's just a different mm, space that different we're doing forms. it in. Yeah. I, uh, I have a... I have a good friend of mine. I shouldn't say good. She's more of an acquaintance at this point. But, um, you know, they fall off the friend chart and they've gone to the acquaintance realm. Um, (laughs) But she sells uh, ad spots for the radio Mm -hmm. for like your normal like 94.3 or whatever it is. I don't know all the the radio stations because I really don't listen to them. And she I was like, oh, it's pretty interesting. I was like, so what's it like getting business? She's like, oh, you know, it's it's pretty good, you know. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, how many people, like, do you hit with, like, an ad? And she's like, oh, like, you know, on average, you know, this radio station has, you know, let's say 10,000 listeners at, at any point. And I was like, oh. So she's like, yeah, you know, you probably, you know, if you aired five times a day, you'll hit, like, 10,000 people or so or 15,000 people. And I was just like, wow. 
And then there's podcasts that literally hit 100,000 plus people an episode that's released every day or every other day. Yeah. I'm like, that's insane. And people listen to the whole thing. The radio, I don't even listen to the radio. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I, I've done, actually, I've done extensive research into like different marketing platforms okay. and why some are better than others um, and like what the benefits are to some. Radio actually has a lot of benefits because there is a huge reach and also the demographics are so wide. Mm. Um, but I agree that less and less people are listening to the radio um, and spots are extremely expensive. They're very. very expensive. So for a medium to small business owner to be able to reach the same 15,000 people on a radio spot that they mm-hmm. could reach online or through a podcast or doing something different, you know, the money value is you reach the same people, but the amount of money is different. Plus, mm-hmm. with social media, you could choose your audience. Yes. You can go out there and handpick them. So, you know, with the radio, it's kind of like a free-for-all. It's, yeah, 10,000, 15,000 people are listening, but who knows if they're exactly in your demographic or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's because so, you can have everybody. Yeah. You know, the one thing I realized with the radio, too, is, you know, a lot of it's like background noise. You know, I just think of like when I used to work in, in, the, in non-white collar. I guess I used to I used to work at a flower house and stuff like that. And it was just like, you know, the radio would just be playing and then you really wouldn't be listening to it. Like occasionally like a song would like trigger your ears and you'd be like, oh, it's like a great song. And then you like really pay attention to it. And then you kind of like go back to like zoning into your work. But you really weren't listening to it. So all those ads like, okay, yeah, you hit like the way I look at it at least is like, oh, you hit that many people. But then like they're not really paying attention to it. Like they're not really consuming it. All. And then 30 seconds. Yeah. Not even. Some of them are like 15 seconds. Yeah. I mean, marketing sort of works that way in general. Like Brand you know, reinforcement. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of, you know, you don't necessarily, it takes a certain amount of time in order for people to like recognize your brand or see it. So whether it, you know, it takes them five or six to 10 times before they like understand what you do. So mm. maybe they half hear it on the radio. That's one hit. Maybe they see it in a magazine, that's another hit. Maybe they saw a post on social media, that's another hit. You know, so the more they see it, maybe they drove by 60 yeah, miles an hour on touches. a billboard. Yeah, it's just all these little touches. And eventually people are like, when you meet them in person or when they actually need that service, they're like, oh yeah, I've heard of that person before. And they're like, and they just feel like immediately more comfortable and they just feel like it's a potentially, depending on the size of the company, maybe they are a really big company as is. That's why bigger companies have more marketing. They do everything. Uh, I always tell people, if you have the budget, do everything, Mm -hmm. market everywhere. But most people don't really have that sort of budget to be able to do all of the marketing. So they have to do something that's somewhat cost effective, and that's where online marketing comes in. Mm, I like that. Very, that's very good. That's great. Um, but yeah, mar- and marketing is not cheap either. You know, it's yeah. it's not the it's it's not cheap, but it has a very high ROI. That is very difficult to get people to understand. Yeah, an ROI just in everything in general. You know, everything has an ROI. It's just a matter of figuring out what your tolerance for it is. Yeah. And also, you know, what your price point is, you know, and how many do you get per month? You know, you got to, well, that's the business owner decide. I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you take care of that. You deal with that. But no, you got to think, you know, if you're selling a car, it's different than if you're going to sell a bag of coffee. You don't have to sell as many cars as you do bags of coffee, you know, but then again, people will buy more bags of coffee then they'll buy a car. So, you know, you weigh Coffee's those. Coffee's a consumable, too. Yes. Car, it not is. so much. 
can you should not consume your car. <laughs> uh, although I'm sure a Ferrari tastes great if you were to. I mean, I'm sure people have tried. Did you ever see that show? What was that show? Oh, uh, I know exactly. My Strange Addiction, yes. right? The where dude's they in like, love with his car. Yeah. I've yes. been seeing more and more of that on social media all the time, and I'm getting a little... I don't want to say freaked out because honestly, I just don't really care. But I feel like there's so many people that are so addicted to attention Mm. that they like, you know, now everybody's just trying to go all out. Like I saw one the other day. This lady's like, she's like, I literally love everything pink. And like they take you like through the tour of her house and literally everything is pink, like including this lady's hair. Yeah, I think I saw this one. And I was like, Unless all right. Unless there's two of them out there, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But, but I was like, all right, whatever. Like, this lady's obviously obsessed with the color pink. And I was like, all right, like, I don't care. But, like, why it's hitting my newsfeed, whatever. But then today, I saw another lady obsessed with yellow. And I'm just like, do I just have to paint all my shit a different color? <laughs> and that's how I get famous? Like, is this... Maybe. Like, what is... <laughs> The recipe for getting, and I don't know, I don't know if this lady has some kind of following or anything like that, but it's just like, you know, do you just have to not even be a freak show, just put up this facade of like, oh my God, I need everything to be a certain color. You get all this attention and then you just ride with that. Like that's your, that's your shtick, you know? But you can't force, like, that's a thing though. You can't force it. Like these people have to have been doing this beforehand and then somebody noticed it and filmed it. You can't, like, like, fake it. You know what I mean? I think they are. You think they're faking it? What are the chances that there's, like, maybe there's people that have, like, maybe an obsession with a color, which is fine. And, like, a lot of their stuff is that color. But now they're just realizing they could just get famous off of it or, or, like, get attention that they didn't have. So now they're, like purposely going after these TV shows or media platforms and just trying to be like, oh my God, check out my stuff. Oh my God, like this is what I do. Like instead of like living that reserved life, they're just like, hey, I could easily make a ton of money, get a bunch of exposure and probably this could lead into something else. And then like, come check this out. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, I would say I know tons of people that have like these really like interesting hobbies and stuff like that, but they're just not like, out there displaying it maybe they should maybe because then see here's my thing i think like any if you didn't see pink ladies you know video right Mm -hmm. you would and you and you met her in person or you went to her house you'd be like wow this woman's nuts right but then she made a like this video and now a million people are seeing and they're like oh she's so cool and she's getting all this positive attention Yellow lady has been living in sadness and loneliness forever and ever, thinking that everybody would think she's weird. But then she saw pink lady do it and everyone loved pink lady. So then yellow lady was like, oh, my gosh, maybe I should like I can come out to the world now and feel good about myself. Uh, it's so. No, I'm not. Against or it's all it. about money and like fame. Maybe, I'm not I don't against know. It. But like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody has their own hobbies. But like <laughs> and like everybody has like their own obsessions. Yeah, I, but it's just like I just feel like it's that media. Yeah, that I can get super famous if I just make myself look a little crazier and just like try to get the attention. And the craziest part of, on top of it all is the fact that people like watch this. <laughs> like I watched it for like I don't know the video was probably like five to five minutes and I watched it for about 
five seconds and I was like, this lady's like, I love pink. Look at my house. Everything's pink. And I was just like, next. I don't care. <laughs> but like, and then I start worrying about like the human race. I'm like, what are we getting into that we're concerned with a lady that just says everything pink? I don't know. I think it's so cool. I I don't know. I'm a positive Polly. I'm like, that's <laughs> it's just my life. Like, I just see everything through like sunshine and roses and sparkles. But like, I, I just think it's good. I, I think that everyone's been hiding with their little freak self, like in their homes, like in the corners. Mm. And now with the internet, I mean, some people go a little too far. You probably shouldn't be in love with your car or eating like rubber off the road or like whatever else. But people eat rubber off the road. Yeah, it was in. It was one of the episodes in that thing. They, uh, they I haven't ate watched the, like, a lot rubber. of them. Ugh, I just watched awful. one. She, the one lady was eating Vicks, and she's oh, like, "Oh, yeah. it tastes so good." And I was just like, <laughs> "My word!" I I despise that as a child when my mom would put that on my <laughs> chest because I was having trouble breathing, and you're eating it. I can only imagine. And then, like, who thinks that that's, like, a good idea to eat? Like, the doctor's like, yeah, you're going to die in, like, three years if you keep doing this. She's like, ah, it's so good. Let me just, uh, let me just keep eating my, (laughs) my Vicks Vapor Rub. And you're just like, what is wrong with you? No, there's something wrong with that person, for sure. That's, that's wrong. Dressing it all pink. Oh, but everything in pink is okay? I don't know. I, I think, I feel like I could see myself doing it. Maybe that's why, (laughs) maybe that's why I'm not as upset about it. All right, I'll like give you Barbie that. Dreamhouse, like amazing to have it in real life, you know? It's just like I have to uh, wait till I'm old though. Like you can't do it now. But when you're like 90, you can like dye your hair pink. You and, just need a bunch of cats and you're good. Yeah. That's your excuse. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it's a little it's weird. Just it's just weird. Like one of my neighbors on my block. <laughs> she no longer lives there. I don't know if she's alive or not. If she's not, RIP. <laughs> but like she just like she literally got up and left. Like one day, four giant moving trucks came, and I remember being a kid, and I had to, like, get something from her house. My mom was like, oh, I'll go, like, run over there. And there was, like, literally little pathways around the house, and everything else. She was a hoarder. Oh, yeah. And same thing. Everything was pink. And here's the weirdest part. Interesting. All over the house was all outdoor furniture. Everything. Hmm. And everything was spray-painted pink. There would be, like, plants, and the plant would be, like, green, but the soil was spray painted pink <laughs> and like the pot was pink and i was just like this is weird maybe that's why you don't like it you had a traumatic experience no it wasn't tra- it wasn't traumatic but <laughs> i was like, just like oh my god i was like what is going on? like even like when i was a kid and i'm talking like when i was like 11 12 years old i was just like this is not normal like i've been to a lot of houses yeah no. like i have a lot of friends with a lot of houses and i'd go there and this is the first time i've seen this shit no it's not it's that's not normal it's weird. And if you buy it pink to begin with, that's one thing. But if you're spray painting everything. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Everything. That's an extra level. And hoarders. hoarders. What's your thoughts on hoarders? I love, well, I watched the show. I love the show. You don't know that show? I've seen it like oh once my or gosh. twice. Hoarding, buried alive. Yeah. I've, I've seen, and I shouldn't even say I've seen it once or twice. I've seen like those two or three minute <laughs> clips on Facebook. And I'm just like, what is wrong with people? They go through, most of them, almost all of them have gone through death. Almost all of them. What do you mean gone through death? So like they had somebody very close to them that passed away. Mm-hmm. Like almost every single, or they had a traumatic experience of some sort. Okay. And it like led to their hoarding. Like that's how it all began. Yeah. Like you have to watch. It's really nice. And then at the end, and their whole lives have like come apart <laughs> because of this. And at the end, like their family comes back together and they hug and they cry 
It's it's beautiful. You are positive, Polly. <laughs> Always. Oh. But it's true. It's like so nice to watch them like get over that, you know. I don't know. I haven't seen the whole episode, so I can't judge. I have seen. You gotta see the whole episode. Extreme cheapskates, though. Ooh, that's good too. You watch, well, you watch a lot of TV, <laughs> don't you? I watch a lot of bad TV. Like if it's a terrible <laughs> TV show, I watch it. A hundred percent. Guilty pleasures. Yes, uh, always. Um, yeah, that w- that TV show freaked me out, especially because I was like kind of getting into the business world, and I'm just like, I know people that are like this in the business world that you wouldn't really know. Yeah. But then you're like, mm, like you see them do something, you're like, why are you taking ketchup packets from the restaurant that we just had lunch at? Weird. Yes. People are weird. People are weird. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, back to business. Oh. How did you get into your business? Um, People just started asking me to do it for them. Uh, I was working for a hotel okay. uh, out on Long Island. Um, and, Well, on my side of Long Island. Yeah. NASA. The, the that, NASA yeah, side. Yeah, that other weird side. Yeah, but you um, like live by the water. You're like in a tropical place. Yeah. Exactly. For the couple very months of tro- the year that very we have. tropical. That we for have one month. Yeah. <laughs> it's super tropical. Um, yeah, no. So I was working for a hotel. Uh, they didn't have anyone doing like their Facebook. Uh, they didn't have anyone go to trade shows for them. They didn't have anyone doing anything. And, you know, I was just out of college. I was young. I was excited. You know, I wanted to do something fun. And so, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll run your Facebook for you. I'll go to trade shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do that stuff. Uh, so I did, and they ended up making me their marketing director. So um, It's like, boom, you did Facebook? Marketing director. <laughs> I mean, it was a little longer than that. I asked them to be their marketing director, and they said no. And then I spent the year proving to them why I deserve to be their marketing director. Oh. And when they saw that I made them $40,000, that I could prove I made them mm. forget anything I couldn't prove, uh, they were like, oh, okay, you know, now you can do something if you do it full time. So, um, so I got, I did that. Yeah. And it was great. And I loved it. And that's really when I got into learning about it and reading about it and doing more than just, you know, Facebook, I did, Mm -hmm. you know, all of them. And, um, it was really fun. It was a great experience. And through doing that, I met other business owners who needed the help too. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what this Mm was. Um, so I started doing it for them and eventually I just had so much business that I needed help. Um, and so I went, I had the hotel, I went there from five days a week to four to three to two. And then eventually I was at two and I was, and I kind of said to them, I, you know, I, I felt like I was doing my own, you know, stuff on their time. And I mm. never, I'm just, I can't do that. I feel bad. I would never want someone to work on their stuff on my time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had an open conversation with them. Um, they're still a client of mine. We're oh, still close. Good. Yeah. I've been working with them since I, well, obviously started the business, yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, I said, I, I have to do my own. And so I did. And I love it. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. It's fun. That's that's actually a really good story. Thanks. That And they're still a client <laughs> today, which is like even better. Like the fact that that could all happen. Um, I was very lucky. They And they allowed me to, too. You know, they, they let me do this. And, of course, I had to prove to them that it made money, which, you know, they're a business. I get it. But um, they they really kind of let me sort of find my own way and make it happen. Mm. And they let me go from five days a week to two. You know, not everybody would do that. Not everyone yeah. would let you do that. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was really blessed. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. 
Yeah. And that's how it all started. That's how it all started. And then had you so and you just taught yourself just by the internet? Yeah, just by doing it really. I mean, social media especially changes almost every six months. Mm-hmm. So if you're not physically doing it, if you're not like in it and working with it, it it's really difficult to like keep up, you know, because mm-hmm. you really have to be sort of in the game and and using the tools. They move things around, they change things, they add things, they take them all away. The time. All the time. Update Tuesday. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. You, you know, I'm assuming you know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, if you realize, if you have a lot of apps on your phone, check your updates on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, you'll have a ton of updates. And almost every company typically releases all their updates on Tuesdays. Yeah. Why Tuesdays? Couldn't tell you. I'm sure there's some thing behind it. There's probably, no re- there's probably a reason. Yes. But I'm not. Method to the madness. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't know. But yeah, they update all the time and they change things all the time. Sometimes and sometimes they don't even change them for everybody. So sometimes A B testing. Yeah. Sometimes like five of my clients will have something new and like the rest of them won't have it yet. Ooh. Yeah. It's crazy. And then they'll take it away. <laughs> oh. Or they'll add it to everybody else, depending on yeah. I guess what feedback they get. I don't know. But yeah. yeah that's crazy. That's actually um for anyone who doesn't know. Mark Zuckerberg and the news feed. Mm-hmm. So that when the news feed came out on Facebook, he did A-B testing and everybody was like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is the worst thing in the world. But he had the numbers to prove that ever that there was more people that liked the news feed. So that's why the news feed stuck. Yeah. Because they were going to re- they were going to remove it because so many people were obviously not too happy with it. And um there was an overwhelming response, but just not everybody sees the the complaints of the positivity. But you know they could figure out how many people actually enjoyed the news feed and would use it, and they saw user uh, user usage increase, and that's when they started the new. That's when they decided to keep it. And I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Facebook is definitely the biggest offender. They switch things all the time. All the time. All the time. And yeah. you don't even know. No, they, do they don't. Completely they, that warning. No, what do they care? I mean, what's the difference to them? Yeah. They can do whatever they want. So, yeah, they switch things all the time. The other ones like Twitter, you know, Instagram, there isn't much to switch. Um, LinkedIn didn't switch so much. You know, they those kind of stay constant. They do every once in a while. They have of changes course. and they improve things. LinkedIn just went through major yeah, changes. Yeah, well, yeah. Pro tip for anybody. But like all together. Yes. Yeah. Pro tip for anybody using LinkedIn. LinkedIn got bought by Microsoft like, what was that, like six, seven, eight months ago? Like no, probably even maybe up to a year ago. But got bought by Microsoft for $25 billion, I think. And all the pricing went up and all the search criteria changed. And a whole bunch of changes happened. Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn is considered one of the most up-to-date databases in the world. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you leave a job. Well, and you're not leaving a job. But like if you leave a job or you, you, know, you get a promotion or you get you know, anything, you want to let your colleagues... You know, you have some people, a lot of people, you know, and some people you don't on there know, hey, you know, something changed in my life, you know, come check it out. Or, you know, you move jobs, you want to be able to take your business contacts with you or or whatever it is, you know, all of it there. Or you get it, you get a degree or you get a certification like you want to let people know that you're getting these things and boost your credibility on there. So it's considered one of the most up to date databases. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Pretty wild. No, LinkedIn is, it's an amazing tool. LinkedIn yes. is an incredible, incredible tool that people don't really, some people utilize it, but they really, most people don't utilize it to its fullest potential. And it's the most amazing tool in the world if yeah. it's used correctly. Yeah. I it's, think it's, it's a, awesome. the most powerful out of all of them. 
Uh, it depends on what you're trying to do and who you're looking for, but true. Uh, so yeah, but if you're looking for the right people or you're looking for somebody in a specific profession, LinkedIn is like fabulous. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, and you could you could leave uh, reviews for people. Yeah, for you other people, reviews, like yeah. or a recommendation. Not recommendation. Yeah, endorsement. Right. Endorsement. There's another one too where you could actually write something out. I forget the name of it. This is gonna drive me nuts. I thought it was a recommendation. No, it's endorsements, and then they have. Um... There's endorsements, and then there's another one called. I'll tell the world in two seconds here. Sorry, everybody. Scrolling, scrolling. Accomplishments. What? Where is it? It is a recommendation. Oh. Where you can write people recommendations. Oh. So, like, I've given eight and I've received five. That's nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you write a little... Who are the other three that didn't write it back? Uh, not everybody <laughs> I wrote wrote it back. I'm just and kidding. And I think I've received some from people I didn't write. Um, I don't know. Maybe. But... Um, you know, it's just a nice way to like, hey, you know, build your credibility up, yeah. especially for people in the business industry. You know, if you got to show show somebody or, you know, you're trying to do business with somebody and, you know, hey, check out my LinkedIn. You know, it's nice to be able to say, hey, you know, I have five recommendations from people. And then it also tells you your relationship with these people. You know, I went to school with this or I did. I worked with this or I did this with this person or whatever it may be. You know, it was pretty. I'm like, oh, it's pretty interesting that I could that you could do that. Yeah. No, it is. And then you can even go a step further because if you know when people are switching jobs or you know, you know, when they're when they have a birthday or when they have an, a work anniversary or whatever it is, you know, those are great times to kind of step in there and be like, hey, congratulations or have a happy birthday and kind of just, you know, that person that like ghosted you, you know, mm. like you sent them that proposal and haven't heard back. You know, it's a really nice way to kind of be like, oh, I see, you know, you had a work anniversary. Congratulations. Hope everything's great. How about that proposal? How about that proposal? <laughs> Those are in the dot, dot, dot. So that's a little wording in the dot, dot, dot. But it's a nice way to kind of, you know, keep yourself top of mind, as they say. Yes. And uh, in a nice, pleasant way, instead of just emailing like, have you seen the proposal? Have you seen it? Are you looking? Or, Do you want to meet? Do you want to meet? Do you want to meet? You can just say, you know congratulations or you know whatever else so yeah it is and it's it's it is a really good way of and the groups are awesome i, like I don't the utilize the groups enough you got to utilize groups you, groups are awesome because they start discussions yes. So you can like chat with people and you can comment on their work and they yes. post articles and stuff that are cool to read we didn't even talk about your networking group that you started sure fire away i don't <laughs> you know more about it than i do um so i started a networking group called the unicorn network uh, basically, why is it called the unicorn network? Why is it by called the way? it? Because um, somebody, my Bitmoji has the unicorn outfit on. Really? Yes. See, there. Because I'm majestic as fuck. Because That's why I tell that people. That is why, actually. Is it? I just found the most majestic people on earth, and I brought them <laughs> together. Uh, someone once told me that that I was a unicorn because. I, there aren't a lot of very young people that are out there trying to start their own business and really do it right, like hustle and uh-huh. work hard and whatever. Yeah, else. you're a hustler. No so, doubt about it. Yeah, you got to be. You have to be. If you're if you're going to build something from nothing, yep. you have to work at it every day. If I hear somebody tell me, oh, I want to do this business, but I don't want to, I want to work like two days a week, you're out of your mind. There's no way. Mm-hmm. You have to start hustling and then... When you build it, then you can work two days a week, you know, yeah. and then you take off. But yep. in the beginning, you really have to be tenacious you have to be out there but um 
So I was really interested. I was like, well, I can't be the only young person out there doing this. Like, I, I just can't be, you know. You go through all these networking groups and you find all the, all these people that have been in business for, you know, 15 years, 20 years. Or, but I'm like, there has to be groups of people that haven't. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really want to start a networking group of just young millennials who um, who are starting businesses and really talk about the things that we go through. And then also like build relationships. So I was at another networking group um, in December and it was like a, you know, it was the end of the year party kind mm-hmm. of thing. And we were all sitting at this diner. We took up like the whole diner. It was a great meeting. And this old dude and like, sorry if he's listening, uh, but <laughs> this old dude in one corner like stands up and he's like, I've been working with that guy. And he like points across the room. He's like, I've been working with that guy for 30 years. And like, there's another old dude like all the way across the room. And he's like, yeah, we've been working together. And like, that's what I want to build with the Unicorn Network. So in like 30, 40, 50 years, like I want our unicorns to be like, we've been working together for 30 years and really build this like really cool, strong foundation. Mm. So um, so that's one of the goals. And then, you know, of course, the other is just helping each other grow. You know, if there's different expertise, you know, obviously I know marketing, there's um, real estate agents there, there's lawyers there, there's mm-hmm. um, all kinds of people, you know, there's, there's with all kinds of expertise. So if I have a question about, you know, my business legally, right, mm-hmm. clearly that's not my expertise, but I could ask somebody in the group. And if they have a question about marketing, then they could ask me or you know, whoever else is there, we could just kind of yeah, help, help each, each other. other yeah. yeah. And and through that will come business. Yeah. Plus it's fun. We go out, we drink, we like enjoy, you know, <laughs> like it's fun. It's And it's easy and it's relaxed. So. Yes. Yes. A lot of times free. they're like very, you go to these groups or these meetings or whatever it is and it's very like professional. Everybody has to be like suit and tie if you're not in suit and tie it's like why is this guy not in suit and tie and everything like that like i had somebody call me the other day and they're like hey i wanted to you know um i wanted to offer you uh you know the opportunity to get into like two or three of these companies and i was like all right cool you know i'll listen to you like not in, not really interested but sure and um you know whatever maybe something will spark an interest and uh he goes yeah you know they're great opportunities they're like right around the corner from you and i was like all right cool he's like yeah they're suit and tie kind of jobs and i was like hold up not trying to wear a suit and tie every day. Yeah. Like, that's just how like how I roll. I want to wear be able to wear jeans, button down, like whatever it is. No suit and tie life. Yeah. I refuse. I mean, there's. I feel like if you come to this meeting, you know, if you're a carpenter, I understand you're not going to come in a suit and tie. Like that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. I don't dress in a suit and tie because I don't have to for what I do. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of you know come as you are. Certainly, there are people that do come in suit and tie, like in a suit and tie, and you know that's what they do. They do insurance or they're financial planners and they're wearing it. I just feel bad in the summer because we sometimes have our meetings at like beach locations and then they come in their suit and like their nice shoes. They have to like walk through the sand. Uh, I feel so bad. And I'm like, I should warn them to maybe bring like an extra pair of flip flops in the car or something. I don't know. But, uh, damn, that's crazy. It's fine. (laughs) That's a, that's pretty cool. What do you guys do at the beach locations? Uh, we've done it. We used to like kind of move around doing a bunch of different places. Mm -hmm. So we did it like the Freeport mile. We've gone to like riptides, like on the boardwalk. Um, but now I think we're gonna, we're gonna try to find like specific places. So we used to do it a lot on the South shore of Long Island and I've been getting a lot of requests to come out to Suffolk. So we're trying to find, yeah. That's great. You should, so. you should do that. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you should come. So. I, I will come. Good, I good. Will come. So uh, now we're trying to find uh, two locations 
in like the four corners of Long Island. So a Nassau South Shore, a Nassau uh, North Shore, a Suffolk South Shore, and a Suffolk North Shore. And then we'll have a nighttime and an afternoon meeting in both. So every two months we'll go to the same place because it's eight places. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it'll still feel like you're kind of moving around so it doesn't get stale or boring. Uh But but it'll be the same places. Mm. And then we do like a concert every year. Uh, We do a baseball game every year. Yeah, so you're building friendships too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You will be friends with the people that you meet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Wow. And we have the New York City chapter that just opened. Yeah, I'm not going to New York City. That's okay. No you way. You don't have to. Nassau County is already already <laughs> a hike. But it's a good chapter out there, so. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I've been asked to go to New York City on a handful of occasions, and I'm just <laughs> like, no, I'm not really interested. And um, Kyle, our mutual friend, Kyle Wright, mm-hmm. he's been on the show. Um, he goes, he lives out by you over in Long Beach, uh, which is the south, south part of Long Island in Nassau County, close to New York City. And... Um, He's like, yeah, I wake up at like 4.30 once a week to go to a BNI meeting. BNI is a professional networking group with a giant name that everybody knows. Um, but I'm like, you go all the way to New York City for a meeting at 6.30 or whatever hour? He's like, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. Like, dude, do you understand what time I'd have to leave my house to get there on time? Yeah. Well, you're all the way out here. I yeah. Think it's a little different. But yeah. Even still. He wakes no, up at like four thirty five in the morning or something like that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. A friend of mine invited me to one of those not B and I, but a different one Blue in tip? a city. No, no. Uh, like un- his own. It's like okay. a private, yeah. Um so he invited me and I tried to get out there and I I was not intelligent and I decided to drive because I thought that would be easier. Oh. And it was not easier, and I totally missed the whole meeting. I felt so bad. And um but yeah, if you're going to go to those things, you have to be up at like five in the morning. Yeah. And if you want to like shower or like be a person, mm-hmm. you know, then it could be even earlier. It depends. Uh, well, you I have mean, more hair than I do. Yeah. I, it, well, exactly. It depends on how much makeup and hair and, you know, how much of a human you want to look like. Blessed to be a man <laughs> in, that, in that regard. If I uh, look less like a human, then it's fine. But you know. <laughs> uh, No, it's I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy what. I don't want to say what people will do to get business because I think that people will do a lot to get business, but it's amazing what people will do for the opportunity to meet somebody who could potentially give them business. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing networking for a long time and it really does help. Yes. It really does. And you do get your foot indoors mm-hmm. that um, you wouldn't necessarily like. So I'm speaking for the Long Island Entrepreneurship Conference okay. um, in June. And that's with Damon John from Shark Tank. Holy so, shit. yeah, it's awesome. And the only reason that I was called to do this was because a woman I met in a networking group, like chatted with me about marketing at some point. And when I guess she knows the people that are putting this on and she called me and when they needed a social media person, there's only like five or six people on the, you know, on the sheet. Yeah, yeah. And when they need a social media person, she called me. So, you know, so, you know, networking, people are like, oh, where's my leads? Where's my leads? You know, it's but it's always not always. That. Yeah. Like the networking leads. is about building long lasting relationships. Yeah. People just think, you know, if, you, if you're in that that space of networking and trying to cultivate sales for your company, you know, all too all too often I see people, they go way too hard. 
They're just, you know, they're looking for anything. They're just trying to sell everybody yeah. at, at like just a regular meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's not how it's done. Like, ha- meet the person, hang out with them, call- invite them out for a cup of coffee, you know, a day or two later, you know, get to know that person and then they'll pass you business. Right. And it might not be tomorrow or the next day. Might be in a year. Yeah. But, you know, I always tell people, get a cup of coffee with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, for the three or four dollars you spend on a cup of coffee for somebody, you never know what could happen. Yeah, it's so true. So, I mean, I, I do like networking. And then when you whenever you go to an event on Long Island, I always know somebody at the event. Always. Mm-hmm. There's always someone at an event that I know. And that's really nice, too, because you kind of feel comfortable mm-hmm. right away. There's someone to talk to. You know what I mean? They introduce you to other people. You introduce them to other people. So it's nice. I, I'm definitely pro networking, although you really can't go. You can easily go crazy doing it. Yes, like, you can do it way too much. Yeah. So you got to balance. But I find a group you like, you know, that makes sense with your schedule and your life and a group of people that are nice that actually, you know, have something to do with your business. You should, mm-hmm. you know, somebody should be able to refer you business back and forth. And of then, course. you know, like really do it, you know. No, it's uh, it's definitely crazy. It's just. You know, some people are either really good at it, some people are really bad at it. Yeah. And unfortunately, you have to deal with both. <laughs> That's okay. I mean. And now what made, did I ask you what made, I don't think I asked you, what made you decide to start this whole building this unicorn network? Uh, well, it was really just that I sort of, honestly, I just wanted to meet other people like me. You know, I don't, my parents were teachers my friends, you know, they have real jobs where, you know, they're not like fighting for every, you know, sale. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, you know, wanted people to relate to and people to kind of, you know, vibe with that understood what I was going through and understood what it was like being young and, you know, wanting to hang out and be free and, you know, enjoy your life. But also you got to do the business. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we <laughs> we were at a meeting the other day and someone was like, Oh yeah, I'm working Saturday. Is that crazy? And at least three of us were like, no, we're all working on Saturday. So it's kind of nice to be part of a group where everyone is kind of, you know, we don't think we're crazy for working on Saturday. Like nobody thinks you're crazy if you stay in the office till eight, nine o'clock at night, you know, cause we're all kind of all the time, especially yeah. if you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, it's like not uncommon and I'm breaking into that space as we speak. Um, You'll see. (laughs) But it's like I've only been doing it for, God, four days now officially. And I'm like, I literally have been at my office till like 10 or 11 o'clock at night every day. And Saturday too. Saturday I was here all day. And then Sunday I was like, I'm not going to my office today. Because if I do, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to break the habit, and I'm just gonna be here seven days a week, yeah, all the time, and then I'm gonna resent it. I was like, I need one day to just not, not work here. I bartend, but I don't really consider that like officially working, because it's like party working. Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, it took me a long time to get there. I I I really I felt almost guilty if I didn't work. I I felt like. Um, if I didn't get done what I had to get done, and there's always stuff to get done. There's never always. your to-do list is never out. Like it's never empty. There's always there's always too much to get done. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like if I didn't work, I, I was like, I would have panic attacks. Like I would like have nervous breakdowns. Like I couldn't do anything or like go anywhere. Oh my goodness. And then, yeah. I was like really, I was really intense. And then um well, that's when I ended up hiring more people. But um 
for a while. It was it was really difficult for me, and it still is difficult for me. If I'm away from my office for more than two days, like I start getting a little nervous. <laughs> I like I, I don't know why. It's silly. I don't need to be there. I've the I have the best people in the world working for me. Like they're oh, that's great. Good. They like hold down the fort. Like they're awesome. But I, you know, I it's just me. It's just my it's own. It's your baby. You built it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being away from your kid for two days. Like I, have I no mean, children. you don't have children, but Thank I God. guess. If someone else has children and they were away from their child for two days, you start to get like, you know, you Freaking like miss out. them. What's yeah. Happening? You're like, yeah. Yeah. You know? I can imagine. What if they're sick? What if they're hurt? Like, what if they don't get their favorite toy or I don't know, whatever. Like, that's what I'm. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> you're thinking a little too hard into this. <laughs> it's going through my mind. Um, Probably, and you're going yeah. away. Yeah. To Amsterdam. I know. You were telling me. Mm-hmm. You nervous? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm excited because I need to get away. I haven't been away since last year, but um, I am extremely nervous to go away. Leaving the office? Yeah. But, like, you're in, like, a developed part of the world. Like, you could get on the phone, you know, you could hop on the internet if you need to to get work done. Yes, I can. I can. But, yes, I could definitely see how it's (laughs) a concern. Yeah. um, I I don't know why. I mean, I I can probably do the same amount of work that I could, you know, anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. But... I just, I like to be sort of there. In your space. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. Like me, I could go <laughs> I to Starbucks know. and work all day. It wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. That's just, I don't know. That's just kind of like the person I am where I'm like, I don't need to be at my desk. Obviously, I like my desk. I have multiple monitors. That's always a very convenient thing. But I'm like, if I could go sit in Starbucks or get out, I wouldn't bother me at all. See, I part just can't of, be home. Yeah. No, that's bad. You can't be home. You can't just work from home for like four days in a row. Unless no. you have a home office. Like you need like a designated area. Space, yeah. Yeah. You can't just like be on your couch in your pajamas. Yeah, no. That's yeah. No. I couldn't I couldn't do that. I couldn't work from home just because there's so much stuff always going on in my house. And then it's like, you know, if I'm home, somebody's gonna pull me away for doing something. Right. Somebody else is gonna pull me away from doing something else. Whatever it may be, it doesn't end. So I'm like, all right, I needed to get I needed to build a space that I could get out and be able to do whatever I needed to do to get things done. Yeah, absolutely. And for the podcast, that was pretty pretty important as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Got to have this. This is this is my baby. Everybody's like, "What yeah. do you want to do when you get older?" I'm like, "I kind of want to build a business, but like, I'd love to build a really <laughs> successful podcast." And like, what's that? And I'm like, "Oh, oh. well, so far you're doing really great. The Thanks. microphones are beautiful. Thank you very much. I like it. Room is coming along. They're um, comfy too. The headphones. Are they? Yeah, very good. comfy. Good. Yeah. Um, Nobody even knows that because uh, I still have like three episodes after release before this one. Oh, yes. So that hopefully I'll be releasing those in the very near future. Um, but nobody knows on prior episodes that I've already built a whole studio that I'm in. Oh, yeah. You're guess we're no, like guess is this numero like in uno. The future or like this is in the future. Yeah, we're, we're, we're oh talking in the future because this will probably be Back like on future. Monday, aired next Monday, seven days from now. Wow. Hope the suspense doesn't kill you. Oh man, <laughs> it might. It might. Um, but yes, I'm now in a new studio for anybody who, uh, Adam had hinted at it in a prior episode, which actually is getting released right after the, right tonight, which will be seven days earlier than you'll hear this episode. Okay. So don't listen to This my, is no, like inception. <laughs> people, listen tonight too. Yes. And yeah. Listen to all of them. No, you definitely should listen to all of them. I learn a lot actually listening to them. I told you before. Yeah, I, I still think it's weird. It's it's more weird hearing people tell me <laughs> that they've listened to to me because I'm like, why would you listen to me? I'm an idiot. No, you're all because 
so I knew I was coming on the show. So I was mm-hmm. like, I got to listen to like a ton of it. Right. And also I met with you and like, I know a lot of the people that were on this. So I was like, I got to hear them talk. And yes, you know, I was like, true. really, but I ended up learning a lot, you know, oh, like as good. they talked and what they were saying, it was really cool to listen to them. And you know, while I was cleaning and doing my laundry, <laughs> I, I just listened to your voice for two hours and it was beautiful. And I listened <laughs> it's to the way you say it. it's like, I just listened to your voice for two hours. I'm like, <laughs> Interesting. There were other people's voices too. Yes, there are. There are. So um, I highly encourage people to go through and listen to all of them. All seventy-five episodes, somewhere yes. around that number. Um, listen to all seventy-five. It's Marathon it. Crazy. I like. I was trying to do the math the other day. I'm like, how many hours of recording time do I have? I'm like, Jesus Christ, I have over a hundred hours now. It's awesome. Of just talking to people. Yes. Weird. It's awesome. Oh, it's great. I love it. It's great. I love it. But it's like, it's cool. And this is one thing I absolutely love about this format and not networking is because you really get to know somebody. Like in networking, you have 10, 15 minutes. Maybe if you spend a long time with them, a half hour, you know, you want to meet a couple people. For anyone who doesn't network, it's very cool. Um, You can always meet interesting people from all different fields. Um, And then you kind of turn into that person that that knows everybody. I was already that person and then I started networking and now I know even more people or I'm like, I feel like an Italian guy. I'm like, I always got a guy. I got a guy for some, for everything. You know, if you need this, I got a guy. If you need this, I got a guy. You know, you need lights, I got a guy. You know, Um, so, but I get to really meet and speak to people on here. Whereas like in the networking world, you're like, even a half hour. Okay, half hour is not that long. Like we're almost talking for an hour already. Oh, really? Plus the 20 minutes before you came in. Yeah. Or before we started this up. Yeah. Like, that's a long time to spend with somebody. It is. It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah, no, I like this. This is like a one-on-one, but like public. It's strange. <laughs> it's very strange. It took me a long time to to ex- accept like what I'm doing and the fact that all my conversations will be heard by everybody. Because obviously everybody has private conversations that not everybody can hear in the world. There's episodes <laughs> that I have not aired on purpose. Um, Ooh, interesting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they have either gone in the wrong direction or um, they were raunchy or something had happened on the show. So I was like, right, there's a couple of them that I can't air. Um, but they are available for paid content if you wanted it Ooh. on Patreon. So you could listen to them. They are available. I just don't want the whole public hearing them. Right. Um, you know, you if you're willing to pay kids, for, like. yeah, if you're willing to pay for <laughs> private access, then by all means, you're totally entitled to hearing it. You are dedicated, <laughs> dedicated as could be on Patreon to do that. But yeah, it's cool. You get to spend time with people. Yeah. No, this is awesome. Be, but um, I want to. Uh, I had one more question for you. Oh, why did you pick Long Beach? To live? No, no. That well, Long Beach is a great place to live, but like to start up your company, like you're not in the middle of Long Island. Like everybody has harassed me for not being in the middle of Long Island. Um. So, well, we're in Oceanside, so we're two towns over. I From, live in Long Beach. Oh, okay. Um, it's but still like why? out there when honestly, I because the the hotel I worked for was in that area, and uh, I found like good office space. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I mean, it's not a fancy answer. 
Uh, it's know. more of a practical answer. I just happened to be around and someone had an office space and I was like, great, that works for me. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, no, that's just kind of like... I don't know if like, any strategic planning. No, there. there was zero strategic planning. And mostly, actually, my entire business... You're not supposed there to is, admit that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I planned extensively. <laughs> I had a... No, like everything I've done, I, I've really like... I jumped out of the plane and assembled the pieces as I went. Like I, there, Ooh, I like that. I've never was, heard that before. Really? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. There was no plan. There was nothing. I needed extra money. Like, I did it, and then I fell in love. And once you fall in love, there's, there's – that's it. You're done. Yeah. You know, you have to do everything you possibly can in order to make it happen. And, um, and that's what I've been doing for five years. You know, I've been doing everything I can possibly think of to make it happen. So um, – but yeah, no, there was no plan. There was no strategy. I do, however, prefer to be closer to the city mm. than um, I feel that Suffolk is just a little too far of a corner of the world. And for a business like mine that can go anywhere, uh, I do like having access to sort of more of a international hub mm. than um, not. But there, there, it, it was really just someone had an office space and, and I just could. took it. Yeah. Fuck it and run with it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. No, because uh, like, <laughs> there's there's people that are like, why are you all the way out there? Like, wouldn't you want to be closer to the city? At least back um, while I was with nerds, like, wouldn't that make life so much easier? I'm like, well, don't, we don't do that much business in New York City. And I'm not a huge fan of New York City, personally. I just think it's like yeah. all hustle and bustle. Like, I my one buddy Cameron, who's been a, who I actually started my first podcast with. He's like, dude, I, you you'd love the city. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I love the fact that I could literally drive a hundred feet and lay down in a field and just <laughs> look at the sky and smell fresh air. And he's like, yeah, but you have Central Park. I'm like, but that's like with a million other people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not the same. I mean, I'm a city girl. I just am. I like people. I like being around okay. people. I like like the I like the that hustle bustle vibe. I gotcha. But if you're not that kind of person, you have to you you're it. Business is one thing, but it's also your life. Like it's it's also your life, and and you have to live where you love to live, and you have to be in a place. If you like to go into a field or hike or like do whatever, like you have to be in a place where you can do that. So, and if you're in a place that you love, your business will grow around that because you'll be happier and you'll be more positive. You know, if you're in a place that you hate, you're just going to be grouchy all the time. You're going to be mad and it's going to piss you off that you're, no, your train is late or somebody cut you off or like whatever else. And, you know, and then you're just going to be angry and mad all the time and it'll affect your business anyway. So, I mean, nobody can really tell anyone else how to I mean, people can help you. People can give you advice as to mm-hmm. how to run a business and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what to do. But you you really have to run your business the way you want to run your business. And if you look at successful businesses, like the biggest businesses that ever were, it's people who did something in a little bit of a different way. And they did it in their own way. And that's why they were successful, because they were able to kind of just do what they wanted to do and what they needed to do and what made sense for their business. And I don't know. I feel the same. Like, you do what makes sense for your business. You know, or what you think makes sense. I don't know. It'll kind of all work out. That was good. That was really good. Thanks. That was really, really good. Uh, I would have never put that all together. That like, you know, you kind of, whatever you build your business around. If you like being somewhere, it'll build around that area. Because I'm totally like the kind of guy that's like, let's go to the beach. Let's hang out. Let's, 
you know, I try to stay as far away from New York City as possible. I go to New York City probably a handful of occasions a year, and that's it. Like, if a buddy's having a party, come out, whatever. I'm, like, going to Queens. <laughs> like, that is considered New York. Half of Nassau is considered New York City. If you're from, <laughs> if you're from like, where I am on Long Island, out in, like, Suffolk County, halfway through Nassau County, you're like, wow, this is, like, New York City. This is weird. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't even mind the hustle and bustle. I like the hustle and bustle. It's the travel. Yeah. You know, if I could, if yeah. I could just teleport from Bayport to New York City every day, that'd be cool. But, like... It's two hours there, plus wherever you have to go if you're working in New York City. Two hours home. You know, you want to go to an event. MSG is not bad because it's literally in the train station. Right. But, like, if you want to go somewhere else, it's an hour and 40 train ride. Then it's a 20-minute It's a twenty minute car, to, car ride to get to a train station. So you got to go to Ronkonkoma, typically. 20 minutes there from where I live. Then it's the train ride. Then it's getting out of, New York, getting out of Penn. Because you live so far, you literally never go to New York City. Unless you work there, excuse me. And then then it's the travel to wherever you have to go. And I'm like, then by the time you get there, you're like, holy Jesus, I just did a half a day's work and traveling. You're like exhausted. And now I got to go yeah. do work? Like, I give people who travel to New York City regularly a lot of credit. I'm like, that is literally a part-time job on top of your full-time job of just traveling. Yeah. No, it's a day. If I go into the city, it's a day. Yeah. I sp- Tomorrow, actually, I'm going into the city, and it's a day. And you live, cl- well, closer. I live closer. It, it still takes me, what is it, 40 minutes uh, from Long Beach to get really? into. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes to get into Manhattan. Yeah. And, um, and then, so first I have to, well, and then once you get in there, then you do have to get around. Mm-hmm. But I schedule a day. If I'm going into Manhattan, anyone I have to meet with there, like, they got to fit into my day. Mm-hmm. And then, or if enough people want to meet me, then I'll make another day. But, like, I, I can't go in for, you know, two hours and then leave. It's just too much stress. Yeah. It's four hours of traveling all together just to, Hell you know. Yeah. So. And, then, and then on top of that, if you don't know your way around the city, like, you, everything's oh, yeah. an Uber. You have to take an yeah. Uber. And then it's stop, go, stop, go in traffic or sitting on the subway trying to, like, it's just too, it's too much, it's too much work for non- for no ROI. Right. Well, you want to try to, like, make that happen. What? Well, if you're going to go in... Oh, then you get know, everything then, done all at once. Right. Then you're... Firm then, believer in that. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I hate going to New York City for one meeting. It's like, great. This one-hour meeting now took six hours. Yeah. Because I spent the whole rest of the day traveling. Yeah, no. I, I, I plan my day. And then I schedule, you know, different things. And then I am try as hard as I can to be strategic about having them all sort of in the same area mm. so that it's, you know, I can meet with everybody kind of in the same radius. So I'm not going from the east to the west to the west to the east, or at least in some sort of pattern where, like, at least I'm going in the direction to the next one. Oh, that's smart. I, I do my best. It doesn't always work out because, listen, if someone wants to meet with you for business and they're on the west and you're, on, you know, you got to go. Yep. Yeah. But um, I try. I try to sort of, like, manage it or maneuver it around. Yeah, it's crazy. And the but other thing that's crazy, too, it. is, like, being in New York City – there's always something going on. Like, I know it sounds so dumb, but my buddy lives in Queens, which is why I use that as an example. And, like, I'll stay there pretty late at night and then I'll leave. You know, like, I don't want to stay there all. I usually don't stay there all night. But it's like, even at like 12, 1, 2, 2 o'clock in the morning, if I, or if I pass out there, it's like, you know, we stay up late, you know, 3 in the morning, like just hanging out, just watching TV. 
it's like there's still fire trucks going. There's still police cars going. There's still people driving. There's still people honking. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, how do you deal with this? And then I can, and then I go back to my house in Bayport, and it's like, just the train every 40 minutes. That's yeah. it. Like, that's all I got to deal with. And then it's just dead quiet after that. Yeah. I guess you either... You either like it or you don't, I, you know, or you're either immune to it, you don't care, or it, like, drives you absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, the quiet actually drives me insane. I really? hate the quiet. I can't. Like, oh. I can't sit in quiet for too long. I, like, I... It's not that bad. Go, oh, I don't like it. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's so quiet. <laughs> you get flustered think about it. Like, oh, it's so quiet. It's just so quiet. Do you meditate? No, I can't. Uh. Because it, it's too quiet. It's too quiet. People say I should, though. Like, people say I should do a lot of things. But that's one of the things <laughs> that people say people I say should, I should do. do a lot of things. Like, like, meditate. They're like, you know, get one of those things on your phone that, like... Headspace, you know, yeah. It's 15 yeah. bucks a month worth yeah. every penny. I meditate. I, I would love to meditate every day. Unfortunately, I don't have time to meditate every day. Do you feel like it really does help you? Do you feel like it... But you're a quiet person. You like the quiet. You like quiet But it's like spaces. 10 minutes. It's like, that's all you need is 10 minutes. You know, it yeah. literally is the same amount of time as going to Starbucks and getting a cup of coffee and going back. That's my meditating. No, it's, it's <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. It's I'm joking. Better. It's better. I know. Uh, every, I do hear this quite often. Like one one morning, I was waking up at 5 a.m. for a while, and I and I will hopefully break it back into that routine. I wake up at 5 in the morning, I would read, and then I'd meditate, and then I'd start my day. And mm-hmm. it was funny because I still live at home, and I live like pretty separate from my house. But my mom had realized that I was awake, and she was leaving. So she like wanted to make sure I was okay. So she like opened my door and there's a set of stairs that like go to my door and I'm I'm very separated. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Have my eyes closed." And I'm just like sitting like this. I'm like, "Mom, I'm meditating." She's like, "Oh, okay." Like like something something was like wrong with me. I'm like, "It's very peaceful, thank you." Like you gather everything. Like I love doing it in the middle of the day or when I'm really stressed. Like I was yeah. really stressed the other day. I was fired up from something. And um, on Headspace, they literally have like a de-stress and it was like two minutes. And it's not even dead quiet because somebody's talking, like leading you through this meditation. And you literally just close your eyes and it's like they walk you through it and you wake and wake up. You open your and then it's like, all right, whenever you're ready, like open your eyes. And then I open my eyes. I'm like total. Not even state change, like mentality change, like everything, like. I was like hot blooded, and now I'm like, let's just have a good time. Like, let's just relax. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is magical stuff. The only time I did anything close to it was I did this body wrap once, you know, like. So, where you put like, it over your stomach? Basically, they put lotion like all over you, and then they wrap you in like special medical plastic, but it looks like plastic, and it comes like plastic wrap. Like, it rolls out of these like big tubes. Oh, I, yes. And they like wrap it around. I thought it was just for like your, your abdomen. Well, they put it everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, you can don't do, think I've and you that. lose like inches like everywhere. And um so they like wrap me up in it and then while you have to you have to stay in it for a certain I don't know, however long, mm-hmm. thirty minutes. You stay in it and they put these headphones on me and they like had like one of those like people like talking to you about like de stressing. It was oh, like a okay, meditation. Okay. Uh-huh. No, no, no well, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I fell asleep right away. I fell fast asleep. But that's great. I just passed out. That means you're like relaxed. So I don't really know what they said. They could have put crazy things in my brain and I'm just waiting for the right word to like trigger it. You know? Like, <laughs> Sleep raging. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. 
Um, that's so funny. Now I love it. Like, or like if I'm having trouble, like going to sleep, like I don't really, I do watch TV now I'm watching like a little bit of Netflix here and there. Um, but like every once in a while I have like trouble falling asleep. Like usually I'm pretty good with it, but every once in a while I'm like fired up or whatever it is. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. Or I'm like tossing, turning, tossing, turning. And then I'm like, I still can't sleep. I still can't sleep. And the worst is like. When you're like, oh, my God, I have to be in the office in six hours. Like, oh, it's like, all right, let me try to fall asleep. I have to be back. I have to be up in five hours. Ugh. And I turned on the app, started it, 10 minutes. Alcohol, like a shot with the tranquilizer. 10 minutes before, I was fired up, could have done anything. 10 minutes later, I'm like, let's just go to sleep. Out. Worth it. That Worth would, it. That, that would be me all the time oh <laughs> meditating I, like, to it. I don't know maybe not i i should give it a try are you like a sleepy person could you sleep like anywhere i could sleep anywhere oh yeah i could just fall asleep i never used to be that way until i studied abroad in england and uh basically what we would do is so monday to thursday we would study and then um thursday well friday morning so thursday night we would all go out and party because it was the last day of studying okay and then friday morning like really early we would travel through the weekend every weekend we had a different destination so i had to sleep on buses because i was exhausted all the time you know we were getting up really early in the morning to tour or like go wherever and then we were mm -hmm. going to sleep really late because it was the only time we were going to be there you know when are we going back to this place again yeah. who knows so and when are we going back when we're 19 you know never yeah. so we would be like crazy <laughs> never never yeah I, well I, you know so <laughs> so i learned to sleep in like wherever like okay. wherever it was possible i just figured it out somehow just to sleep. Yeah. Just and to now, catch these. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I need to. I need like designated, designated sleeping spaces. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, my bed, I can sleep at, but like, or a couch, I'm okay with a couch. But like people are like, yeah, I could literally lay down on the floor. I'm like, are you at or are you mind? Yeah. Well, this is a nice floor. I mean, not for nothing. Thank you. Picked out so, the carpet myself. It's beautiful. Appreciate and it. And we still have that new carpet smell. We do. So I'm curious on what's going to leave. The new carpet smell? Yeah. Because it's already you know, been in here for like two weeks now. You don't you don't notice it. All of a sudden when you don't even think about it, one day you just you're like, "Huh, I remember that new carpet smell." And it's gone already. Just distant memory. <laughs> you make it sound so sad. Just it is. just it was a great smell and now it's gone forever. I love the new carpet smell. It's a great smell. They should they probably do bottle it. They must bottle it, right? Oh, new I'm sure. Smell. They sell I know they, they sell the um they sell the new car smell. Right. Yeah. For cars. I'm, now I'm curious about this. I don't know about the carpet. I don't know. New carpet smell. That might be a very specific smell. New carpet. I think carpet smell like chemicals, personally, but that's just me. <laughs> no, it, I, it does smell good, though. I, I like it. I don't oh. Know. Uh, Someone take the idea. Oh, this is new car smell. Uh oh. Uh, Nature's Miracle Deep Clean Pet Station Odor Carpet <laughs> Shampoo. <laughs> Chemical has new car and leather scent. Opportunity. Uh, it's all cleaners, actually, weirdly enough. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not that. I mean, from what you're putting into the search. Just new carpet, new carpet smell. Yeah. Well, it's probably a lot of getting the smell out of new carpets. Yes. Uh, a lot of it's cleaners. Yeah. New carpet smell fragrance. New car leather strip scent kit. A lot of new car. Hmm. Um, 
grape soda scent kit. <laughs> you need that. Uh, now there's nothing for new carpet. Oh, boy. This could be... I've given away millions of dollars of <laughs> ideas. I hope to God that whoever starts any of them just throws me a couple bucks. Yeah. Or, you know, at least lets me... Buy me lunch. Yeah. Just be or like, just hey... give me the product heard that this, I thought yeah. of, you know? Yeah. Like. Or if yeah, you make it, just hook me up with like a free sample or something like that. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm not asking for a lot. I don't need equity in the company, although that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, I, I, I literally searched new carpet smell fragrance and everything says how to get the new carpet smell out. Aww. Aww. Maybe it's not as big of a market as we thought. I don't know. I don't know. They got one const- one customer. Uh, <laughs> they got one customer. <laughs> it's actually funny because I was looking for paint for this room and I had to go to, uh, Von Kaminad is the name of the the, the the paint place over here in Sable. Mm-hmm. And um and I know nothing about I know a lot of things about a lot of things. I like to think I'm pretty well read. Not in paint though. Okay. So I'm like, I go up to this lady and I'm like, hey, I need some paint. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Um, you know, there's a couple different kinds of paint. What kind of paint are you looking for? I'm like, this is why I'm here. I have no <laughs> idea what paint I'm looking for. Thank you very much. I just know I kind of need these kind of colors and like I'll figure out everything else. And she's like, she's like, oh, but like, are you, are there going to be a lot of handprints? Because then you like, you want to be able to get like an oil base because then like they, uh. it can be cleaned or like, and I'm like, I'm building a podcast studio. <laughs> like, just think of a music recording studio. Like, I don't know if you know what a podcast is, but like, you know, think of that. She's like, well, you know, the oil paint just really like it really like holds a sheen for a long time. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I was like, all right. So, like, what else do I need to know? And she's like, well, oil paint smells for like a month. I'm like, so I don't want that one. Oh, geez. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, why? And I'm like, because I want to be there and not smell it. I was just like this lady. And she was so nice. She was she was actually really helpful. But she was like too good at her job mm. and like didn't and like she was so nervous about giving me the wrong answer for what Aww. I was looking for which I really appreciate yeah. um, but it was just like it was so funny I'm just like <laughs> I I don't know anything about paint like this is one of the few topics I know literally nothing about <laughs> I need you to help me out here and I was like just give me the easiest thing that I could literally slap on the wall and it's gonna look good and she's like well, you're going to paint with gloves? I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, why does this matter? It's just like, well, water-based paints are really easy to get off your hands, too. And I was like... Oh, I've yes. literally chosen any paint color I've ever bought because of the name. Oh, of the, of paint? the paint? Yeah. Is it like hot pink, minor, medium, No, you got to have pink? like a real creative name. Like, I don't know. I can't think of one right Blood now. Blood orange. No, like uh, I don't know. I can't. Periwinkle. I can't think of any of. I, it's, I'm terrible now because I can't think of any of them. But like, it, it has to be like you know, like um, poppies, purple, like uh, persimmon. I don't know. Like it has to be like persimmon. I don't, I don't even think that's a real word. <laughs> I really don't. I think that's made up. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know how to spell it. Persimmon. Persimmon. I don't think that's a real word. I'm gonna oh, say it's not. Wait, hold Is on. It? This shit comes right up. <laughs> Persimmon, Cynthia Davis, sweet persimmon. What is it? Is it earns flower? its fruit of the gods nickname. Tis the season for fresh persimmons. <laughs> the most famous variety varieties are the acorn-shaped 
Hachia, H-A-C-H-I-Y-A, with the pointed end and the squat tomato-shaped fuyu, <laughs> or Sharon fruit, with shiny orange skin that's baby bottom smooth, both varieties glow from supermarket displays. Now that sounds like an awesome paint color. See? Oh, it's like a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird looking tomato. Is it? Yes. I can't believe it's a real thing. I really thought I like. It's like, I don't know how to. That was a really descriptive thing to do. I mean. Yeah. It's like a tomato had babies with a peach. At least that's what that one looks like. Yeah, a little. Like, it's not like a, it doesn't have the seeds and the jelly stuff in the middle of the the tomato. Mm. Interesting. I can't believe it's real. So, yeah, persimmon is real. So that's That's probably real. It's actually a rather nice color. It's like a nice (laughs) golden orange. Um, So I'll definitely give you props for that one. There you go. And it's real. I would have never guessed that's a real thing. I No, I did not. Not even a a little bit. I thought I made up a word. Um, that was extremely descriptive. <laughs> I still have no idea what half the words I just read were, but it's interesting. <laughs> and apparently they're, you can eat them raw, sweet and ready to eat, according Ooh. to one of the packages. Interesting. You learn something new every day. I had no yeah. idea that persimmon was a real thing. I don't think I really thought But so carpet either. scent is not a real thing. It should be. Million dollar idea. Well, you have one customer. <laughs> Yeah. Guaranteed one customer. Guaranteed. Um, and I'd have to get one for you too because we discovered it on this, you know. Great. So All right. Two customers. Little... I will buy and support the the uh, the Kickstarter. Actually, throw Kickstarter, it up on Kickstarter. Yeah. And if the world likes it, you can start it. You can crowdfund it. Um, per cinnamon. Yeah. This poor lady. No idea. Had no um, idea what colors, but. She tried though. She was very nice. That's good. And then they charge you for sample paint. Yeah, they did do. Did not know that either. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Like, can I take one of these little things home? Like, I just like, can we make it like this color so I can like put a little bit on my wall? And she's like, no, you got to pay for that. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, it's literally, I've had shots at the bar bigger than that thing. And she's like, no, it's like $4. And I was like, well, how much does it cover? She's like four square feet. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I cannot win. I was like, I wanted to get a handful of colors and it's going to cost me, you know, it's going to cost me more to get the handful of colors to pick than it is for the one gallon of paint that I could care less slap it up on the wall. Yeah. It's very stressful. Very I know. stressful. I've moved several times. It's, it's very, it's a lot. With your persimmon colors? Yes. I only now choose ones called persimmon at this point. The imaginary fruit that can be found <laughs> in supermarkets. Does exist. That relates to words that I cannot pronounce <laughs> appropriately. Uh, we just crushed an hour and almost 20 minutes. Oh, man. People are definitely turning it off now. Well, if you listen to me for several hours. <laughs> That's true. I'm hoping, That's fair enough. fingers crossed, that other people choose it's to It's not you. For- it's me. <laughs> They, they're, they're like serenaded. a novice girl. Yeah, they're serenaded by the sound of my voice. <laughs> you. Um, all right, so how do people find you? How do they find out about you? Obviously, you're heavily into social media. Yeah. I mean, Jillian Circus. Just search Jillian Circus. J-I-L-L-I-A-N-S-C-I-R-C-U-S. 
Search it. Why is it circus? Just out of curiosity. Circus. Um, so when I first started my business, I was actually doing a lot of things. I was booking bands. I was event planning. I was doing marketing, of course. Oh. And um, so I kind of, it was a circus because I was juggling so many things at once. Mm. And also elephants are my favorite animal. They're good luck in a lot of countries and yes. places. And they just have a lot of behaviors that I really respect as mm. uh, creatures. Um which is another hour and 20 minutes. And, you could go into um, why you no, like no. elephants. That's totally, we have, I'll, mm, I don't give a shit. I'll make I, this episode longer. Like, no, no, tell us why you I like elephants. So, so um, <laughs> no, 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 we just won't go there. So I, I wanted something, I wanted the symbol of an elephant and I wanted something that represented that I was doing a lot of different things. And I also didn't want anything that stuck me in one place. So if you think of a lot of marketing companies or um, digital marketing companies, mm -hmm. uh, depending on what they're called, sometimes you can kind of guess what year around they began uh, because of their name. Mm. So I never, I don't know where, uh, marketing your business on the internet will be here forever. As long as there is an internet, people will market themselves on it. But will it be called social media? Will it be called SEO? Will it be called digital marketing? What is it going to be called? Who knows? Mm -hmm. So I never wanted to stick myself like in a pigeonhole. So I kind of uh, had Jillian Circus. And then again, the marketing I just fell in love with. So I dropped all the other things that I was doing. And I focused 100% on that one thing. Hmm. And, um, and it stuck. And, you know, a lot of people, especially in the beginning, told me to change my name. They're like, you have to do something that sounds like more online marketing so people know what you are and what you do. And I just, I was like, no, I like the name and I'm keeping it. And now Good. people, they remember it, you know, mm -hmm. they ask about it. They're like, what is this? You know, and um, so I kept it. That's ha -ha. good. <laughs> ha -ha. Um, all right. So Jillian yeah, Circus. So that's how it came about. Yeah. I like it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So we're on Facebook. I want to know about this elephant thing now. You really sparked an interest here. Elephants? What mannerisms do they have that you Oh, my gosh. So many. Like? So elephants do a lot. They're they're really loving, like, warm creatures. Okay. And um, so one of the things they do is if they see the bones of an animal, mm -hmm. whether it's of an elephant or if it's even of uh, their enemy, so, like, a lion or something that kills them, mm -hmm. they actually, like, they turn them over and sometimes they cry and they sometimes bury the bones and they get, like, very emotional about that. Um, if one of their own are in danger, or even if other animals or humans are in danger, mm -hmm. you often will see videos of elephants like pulling people like out of danger or trouble, uh, and mm. they put themselves in trouble or danger in order to do that. Wow. Um, when they are being attacked, mm -hmm. they put the babies, uh, baby elephants, like in a in the middle, mm -hmm. and then they the adults form a circle around the babies, and then the eldest female charges. So she's the one that does like the attack. And everything. So they, they just have a lot of like really warm, wonderful things that are, I don't know, I think to be respected and thought about and, you know, um, I guess mirrored in business. I don't know. You hmm. know. I like that. Yeah. That's good. A little fun fact for you. Yeah. There's never been a war waged on a woman who ran a country. Huh. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, then. Put more women in charge <laughs> of countries. And then there will be no war. And there'll be... Oh, I don't want to promise that. No, but, we can't pr ever promise that. Yeah, you can never promise that stuff. But um, I like that. That's good. That's a good way to leave off on a positive note yeah. with elephants. Yeah. All right. Dylan, thanks for driving all the way out here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You're a great guest. Thank you. Until the next time. Yes. See you later.
Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. Hope you really enjoyed this one. This was a favorite of my, one of my favorites, one of my top favorites, I think. Uh, Jillian's a great person. I had a great time. Um, thanks to all my friends who keep introducing me to these amazing people. And if you enjoy the show, smash the, smash that subscribe button. I can't speak anymore. Um, greatly helps me out. Find it on all your social on all your platforms. Follow me on social media, whatever it may be. Brutally Honest Podcast. It's pretty simple. Um, as always, check out the website brutallyhonestpodcast.com. There you can find out all the latest and greatest, and I'm going to be doing the newsletter um, monthly instead of weekly, so I can give you guys as much great content as possible in a shorter period of time. Um, so I hope you guys are really going to enjoy that, and that's pretty much it. That's how we're going to call today, guys. I love the shit out of all you guys for sponsoring me. Not sponsoring me. Well, sponsoring me too, but supporting me. Um, It means a lot, especially in the new endeavor, in my new studio. I'm hoping to bring you guys a lot more shows, a lot more content. Um, I think the transition I'm making is going to be super, super beneficial to everybody. So with that being said, I'll see you guys all next time. I love you all. Until then, peace.